This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Off to the Helderberg we go to Professor Dion Foster. Good morning, Dion. Good to be connecting. We need a bit of your positivity injected into our days. Hello. Hey, Brad. I mean, I think the Lord's been moving ahead of us, man. Look at the sunshine. Yeah. It's an absolutely stunning day. I'm not sure. I, I heard that it's quite misty in the city, but uh, out here in, in the farmlands, it's yeah. beautiful today. So the sun is going to burn through. Yeah, I'm supposed to see Table Mountain from where I'm sitting, but unless it fell into the sea overnight, um, that might be the reason I can't see it. But yes, <laughs> misty and cloudy, I can't see Table Mountain at all from my little perch up here, so it's definitely something going on. Now, Dion, we're talking about uh, the God's perfect love for imperfect people. And just before we get into your conversation, we're talking about Saul, who became Paul, and talking about our lives changing. And what I love about that story, and I've never quite considered it until this morning, was he wasn't saying, oh, you know, something in my life isn't right oh you know i really need to change oh i'm being selfish or oh i feel so incomplete or in i don't know there's something missing or or whatever or i I really can't keep on like this there was nothing he was off on his way to go murder christians believing what he was doing was right and even at that moment uh, god stepped in and jesus says well here i am and i've got a plan and i love that you you know we don't even need to invite god in if it's your time it's your time brad you're absolutely right and i mean that's the you know that's the sort of backdrop to all of life and all of living. And, and I mean, it's just, it amazes me whenever I read portions in the scriptures about, you know, the, the, the sort of orientation that we should have in our lives, it brings us back to the same point. God is great. And God's mm. love is unmatchable. God's grace can never be smothered. And we live our lives against the backdrop of the sacrifice of God in Jesus Christ. I mean, there is nothing Nothing, nothing, nothing that you can do to make God love you less or make God love you more. You are perfectly, entirely, completely loved in this moment. Now, Brad, yeah, I mean, the reality is that, of course, because we live within ourselves, we live in our minds and in our bodies and in our communities and in our time in history, we often find it difficult to to lean into that truth Mm. because there's so much within us and around us that tells us we, we shouldn't. We shouldn't, uh, you know, we shouldn't re- rely on, on God's goodness and grace. And, of course, the devil, the accuser, mm. would want us to, to live in that way. We'd want us to live a life. We'd want us to be separated from the reconciliation that God has brought in Christ. Now, my sense is I've, I've encountered in my life, and sometimes even in my life I've seen both of these. I've encountered two kinds of people, mm. uh, people who think that they're not good enough, and people who think that they're too good. Oh. <laughs> I mean, those are, are two extremes, and of course, you know, there are lots of points in between. But let's just think about that for a moment. I mean, the first kind of person that we encounter is the person who thinks, you know, what I've done in my life, or the thoughts I've had, or the things that I should have done which I never got to do. I mean, how is it possible that anyone could love me? How, how could I be found worthy oh. of, of the greatest gift of all? And, you know, for those person, today Jesus comes to you and he says, I, I, I so love you, and mm. my Father so loved the world, that he sent me to be a visible sign to you of the love that he has for you. And, and, and we read, in, in fact, in John chapter 10, it's not that Jesus' life was taken from him, but that he chose to give it. Yeah. He chose to give it for you. And so the, the first thing I want to say today is, you know, confess the truth that you are loved by God. Even if you feel that 
that, you know, perhaps you're not worthy of that. Rely on God who knows more. Rely on God who can give more. Rely on God who is more. Rely on God who is love. And, and confess today, I am love. I'm loved by God in Christ, and nothing can ever take that away. Of course, the opposite end of the spectrum, Brad, is, is those of us, and, and you know, many of us who, who sometimes feel, I don't need God. And particularly, we, we you know, only come to realize that very often after the fact, when we realize, you know, I lived that whole day absent from God. I lived that whole wow. year of my life away from God. I, I lived that, that whole crisis that I was going through, a health crisis, an economic crisis, not even conscious of the fact that God was right by me, mm. wanting to love me, wanting to, to scoop me up and say, hey, I'm going to take care of you. I just, I just did it all by myself. And so for persons who are feeling that today, if you're, if you're there and you're going through perhaps one of the most difficult or trying times of your life and, and, and you just don't know where to turn, today I want to say don't, don't rely on yourself. Rely mm. on Christ. Rely on the God who... who you know, offers you everything that you need for this moment. And that's all you need. You just need to know that you are loved, that you are capable, that God is with you in this moment. There is enough in this moment to bring you through, and, and God will never leave you or forsake you. Mm. So, Brad, I think my, my sense today is that, you know, we need to sort of, uh, I, I have a, a wonderful friend. She's, she's a very direct, you know, these persons who, they just, Speak the truth in love. Yes. <laughs> she will, I've, I've heard him say this, you know, I can hear it ringing in my ears a thousand times to people. Get over yourself, you know. Get over yourself. Get over yourself if you feel you're inadequate. Get over yourself if you think you're the only one who has to solve the problem and get into Christ. Get into living the life that God desires for you on this day. I'm, I'm, I'm quite taken by that comment that you made, and immediately I, I started a bit of introspection and reflection here when you said, did you do that? And it doesn't only have to be something like a whole year of your life, but did you go through that purchase? Did you go through that life decision? Did you go through that moment without Christ? And, and this, that's, a, that's a big thing to ask. I mean, and it it's almost makes you, convicts you in that moment. Did I just do that without consulting or even including Christ. I mean, we can assume that uh, by what you've said, we know that to be true, that he's always there. But we could still choose to say, I'm on my own here. And then we end up licking our wounds or sitting with our faces in our hands. Brandon, you know, I mean, both of, both of us are, are, are married persons. Yes. Um, I wouldn't make any huge decision without consulting Megan. Yeah. Not, not only because, um, you know, it's, it's important that we do this together, that we do life together, that we, we decide together, for good or for bad, what, what the right things are to do. But, but also because, you know, her perspective is important. Yes. She, she, she looks upon things in a way in which I can't do it. Now, can you imagine what it is like when, when the God of the whole universe, who, who was there before the very first second came to pass, before the very first atom was created, who will be there long after everything has run its course, can you imagine what it's like when that God is looking upon your life and saying, hey, I can be in this with you, and, yeah. and we, we sort of ignore that God. We, it, it not only does it deny the possibility of what we could have, it must be very, very painful for God saying, yes. I love you enough to let you do your own thing, but boy, if you would just invite me in. 
My goodness. I, I say this with, with, with all honesty. It almost feels like an apology is due. You almost feel like you need to get on your knees and say, God, I... Uh, I mean, we got we got think of it as a relationship. I mean, if you were to go and do something, you know, you rock up at home with a brand new motorbike, Dion, and your wife's like, "What's this, Dion?" Like, well, you know, it's <laughs> it seemed good at the time, and she's like, "But," and then rattles off ten reasons why it was a bad idea, you know, and then you'd have to maybe take it back with your tail between your legs or whatever. But there would be an, an apology, you know. It almost feels like we need to sit, spend some time with God and say, "God, I don't feel like I need to repent here. I need to apologize." Absolutely. And of course, I mean, that, that's the other thing, you know, um, unlike our human relationships where one might encounter a friend or a family member, a colleague, a spouse, as I told you, so that's not the nature of God. <laughs> yes. You know, God's nature is always to say, super, I'm so glad that you've realized, you know, what we need to do. Let's do it together. I'll go back with you. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll hand it back with you. Let's sort it out. And, and let's move on. So I think, Brad, my, my sense is, you know, particularly in these uncertain times, the one certainty that we can live with is that we, we serve a God who loves us more than we could ever love ourselves, a God who has more faith in us than we have in God, and a God who desires for us to flourish and be blessed and be whole, and not to be somewhere else, but to be exactly where we are mm. and to experience God's closeness, power, and love in this moment. Beautiful. Professor Dion Foster reminding us that to be a professor, you don't need to have gray hair and a bow tie. Thanks, Dion. Always appreciate time with you. <laughs> I have both of those things, by the way, gray hair and a bow tie. <laughs> my, my current Facebook profile has a bow tie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, well, then. And, you... and gray hair. And gray hair. <laughs> so maybe I was wrong completely, but you're still very cool. Professor Dion Foster, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, ride safely on that Vespa, and we'll connect again soon. Thanks, my friend. God bless. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.